This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the sounding board for Drink Wise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. A lot of questions about Nick McKenzie. A lot of questions about the Bruce Lemon report on Channel 7. Hutchie, you may want to have a crack at me via Josh Shrive here as the first question on your sheet in front of you as we get into it today. Last year, Damo, we had Daisy Thomas for Carlton Draft and then Kane and TJ for Kane's run. On the back of Damo handing out his speaking gigs for free, when can we expect to hear from his manager? That's from Josh uh, Shrive from the Nil and District Sporting Club. Uh, I think that was in reference to something you brought to our listeners' attention last week about me doing something with Craig Bellamy Hutchie on a corporate situation where I did do it for free. Um, not my go, Josh. Not my go. Definitely not my go. I'm not sure Kane enjoyed the Carlton Draft experience this year either too, Hutchie, all that much. Didn't get a kick for starters. I don't think he wanted to get a kick, did he? <laughs> David Martin Hunt. Uh, and this could have been the question of the week. We didn't have one this week. We got a bit fiery late in the main body. Hutchie has made reference to, quote, TikTok several times in this year's podcasts. Can we get a screen time check from his iPhone to see how much time the busiest man in media is spending on TikTok? That's a really good question, so David. Why, why it suits me, David. It's such a very fast way to absorb quick information. Um, this is Rick Peterson. Now, be careful, Hutchie, because I'm still yet to complete the latest and last series Ooh, of Succession. You but won't believe what ha- I'll tell you what happens in no, the last don't, episode. don't, don't. You already asked our listeners to In the last stuff, scene. Don't, don't, the, don't. This stop, is what happens. Stop when it. They move, da, uh, uh, Jane, stop it. This is Rick Peterson. <laughs> Two for Hutchie. Which character in Succession does he gravitate to? Was he satisfied with the finale? Answer the last bit first and don't give an outcome. I I know it was... Don't, don't, be, please be careful. I thought it was a terrific ending. Good. Just a lot of there. people didn't share stop that there. view. Okay, I, that's good. I did. Go to the characters. Cause the character? Yeah. Do I gravitate to versus who am I fascinated by? They're very different things. I'm not fascinated with the oldest brother. The politician one? He's yeah. just... The one who was in Ferris Bueller's all, Day Off. All time. <laughs> He's an all-time watch. He plays a great character. <laughs> I love the behind-the-scenes advisors. Um, I can't yeah. think of their names, but there's a guy who looks about 60, wears the glasses, and he's ha- been hanging on for the, the last... The CFO and the Q's 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been hanging on, and he knows he's on his last legs. Yeah. He's hanging on, and he's clawing on. They smell the breeze better than anyone. <laughs> and, 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 they, and they lock people, and they hang on. <laughs> I can't even think of his, his name, but yeah. yeah. Um, I've got to finish that. I'm getting closer. Uh Jack Steele asks, which personality do we see most in the corporate world? Kendall Roy, Logan Roy, Shiv Roy, uh, Tom, Tom or, or Greg. Cousin Greg? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question, actually. We see them all, don't we? To be fair? Ken, we see Kendall a lot. So I see, well, you see a bit of Tom around town occasionally, sometimes. So, yep. the, the, the family connected, sorry, the, the bi-relationship connected family member. I see a bit of Tom around town, yep. yep. This is Jason... Trethewin. When the greats like David Warner announce retirement plans and their farewell venues, are there tensions with broadcasters and selectors if form deteriorates to a point where the player does not get his wish or her wish, resulting in a last ratings boost for farewell games? It's a great question. You're the Sheffield Shield uh, expert here. You've covered, of course, many Sheffield Shield seasons <laughs> for the Thin Sun newspaper. <laughs> we, we should have covered this issue the way Jason has asked us the question, because David Warner has got on the front foot, hasn't he? I think quite cleverly. As we speak, we're a day away from the start of the ICC final test match, the, the Australia-India one in, in England. Yep. And all I read into this is that David Warner's been guaranteed that test and yet not the first test of the Ashes series by way of a guarantee. Is that a fair assessment, Hutchie? I and thought what David Warner did was very clever. Very clever, yeah. He, he put his 
ideal finale, aspiration, subject to selection. Which is a retirement in the Australian summer. It's a nine test from now on the SCG. And ruled out the West Indies series. Yeah. He ruled that out, did he? Yeah, yep. yeah. Which but is, but form will dictate whether that's the case. Form will dictate whether he plays will. in the first Ashes. But test. He, he laid out a good plan for them. That would be a romantic way to go out. It doesn't feel like there's any point playing him in the West Indies series anyway. They're going to win that anyway. Yep. And it'll be a summer at home to say goodbye. I thought it was clever. And if he's not picked, he can say, hey, I just put up my hand what I wanted to do. Yeah. I respect the selector's decision and we move on. And if he makes a 50 in this ICC test final... He's guaranteed, surely, a, a first Ashes test, isn't he? Well, he's the easier of the decisions, isn't he? If, if yeah. he makes a 50, yep. yeah. But if he makes a, a 7 and a 12, well, he's in trouble. Yep. Um, do you want to ask the Molly Fudd one, Hutchie, seeing I'm yep. trying to find a couple to go, have a go at me? Well, first of all, Francis Kiro said, what do you think of the Eagles tweeting about to go in and backtracking? I spoke about this last night. Now, I, I think you and I have got similar views on this. I didn't hear what you said, but someone told me you were supportive of the initial tweet. Yeah. And yeah, so was I. I had the same view. Stand yeah. for something. Don't back down I on these things. Same thing. Yep. Molly Fudd said, Damo, a.k.a. Hood's man in the media, hashtag. Don't yes. mind that as a hashtag. Because you are Sonia Hood's man in the media. Oh, Hood's man. Um, <laughs> I was hoodie like a PVO war on uh, on ABC one day. Damo claims the Hawks trading players that didn't fit their timeline as a form of tanking. Can we get a list from Damo of other forms of tanking when North set players off for surgery in past years and they wouldn't do that if they could play finals? Is that a form of tanking? Absolutely, that is, Molly uh, Fudd, if that in, in, is indeed your real name. Um, absolutely, it is. Yeah, there's, there's many, many forms of tanking. Didn't hear many... Hawthorne people last week, actually. I did the week before, obviously, when they had a win. Well, you didn't hear them. They'd already, last week. they'd already won the argument. That's why they, you were proven wrong. They won two in a row on the back of you saying they were tanking, which is clear. Yeah. Which was yeah. just a knockout didn't, punch. Didn't hear from them. Um, it was a knockout punch. Didn't hear from them. They were ninety-three points down against Port Adelaide about half time during the week. It's but, clear they're yeah. not tanking. Knockout no, punch. No. Uh, where do you both sit? Oh, this is from Jared Moore for, on working from home versus office debate, and to a lesser extent, Zoom calls versus in-person meetings. I know what your views. So Hutchie, go for it. Well, I think it's an entirely a individual circumstantial position. So everyone's individual role is different. I thought you were all for in office. I think you're a better business when everyone's in the office. Yeah, I agree without, with without question. And your ability to collaborate and grow people's careers is easier in person. But there are some people, and some of the most, va- there's, I can think of two of our most valued people who are never in the office circumstantial on your role and your means or ability to do it independently or without others relying on you or you on them. Yep. Has COVID sharpened that view either way? There's an area in the middle which is just is the discretionary area that's yeah. that's very difficult for employers and I assume very difficult for, for, for staff. Yep. Because everyone's own view of their own circumstances differs to their employer's view, right? Yep. That's just life. Yes, it is. Uh, look, let, let's get one Nick McKenzie question in there, and there are dozens. Yeah, of course uh, we will. Denham Samaras, what do you think of Winx's media strategy following the verdict in the Ben Roberts-Smith trial? How would you have approached it if you were in his position? Hutchie, just a quick snapshot answer there. Well, you've lost your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get emotional talking about Nick. <laughs> so, if I was in whose position? I know. I just want to say, just give a quick answer to that, because you did address that aspect of it um, as yeah. part of our longer conversation. Look, I body. understand... I understand why he did the doorstep piece. It was great pageantry, and I admire it, and I'm not critical of it. I yep. just wondered or thought whether it was a little bit too... Um, Self-serving, I think was the phrase no, you used? I or, don't, or, no, I think, it, like, given that it wasn't a criminal trial, it, it did come across as if he'd just been found guilty of a murder. When he, when he actually 
I'm not, I'm not defending no, no. Ben Robert Smith here. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Dem- uh, was it Dimitri? Whoever that was. I've just lost where it was on the ring sheet. Denim, sorry. Um, I'll refer you back to the main body of the sounding board. You already may have heard it. One more. Harry Freeman, could we ever see the return of Monday night football to the AFL? No, I don't think so. I think it's I think it's done. And done. I think Sunday night is a, is a more natural night anyway for the AFL and the AFL. If they, if they were ever going to go to 20 teams and we opened up another slot... It'll be a Sunday night I'd be looking at. Thursday night lock-ins for the 23 matches? Surely. Yeah, I think Surely so it's a lock-in. And how many Sunday nights? Uh, in the 19 games, in 19 teams, you mean? Well, with, with, with whatever. Yeah, no, there'll be the odd six o'clock game out of Perth, but that's about it. I do think the season will come forward, though. Okay. Yep. All right, we'll leave it there. Uh, you know how big I've been on this. Yeah, you have. You yeah. have. Yep. And I'm coming around to some of your views on the fixturing. I just don't really like delving into it. But I, I am with you, Hutchie. And that was question time for the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Questions with Hutchie and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. 